0: LOI, match day on Off the Ball.
1: Hello, thank you for joining me. Stephen Doyle with you again to preview the weekend's action in the SSE Electricity League coming up on this week's edition. Yeah, I suppose it was similar last season. Look, we are probably a little bit closer to the
2: teams above us. Um, but yeah, as you said, kind of a lot of people have kind of written
0: us off. We just make Rovers feel uncomfortable, I think it is. but um, It's always nice to play against the best the best in the country as well, so I'm kind of looking forward to that game. Look, I think in terms of the squad, I think the quality
3: probably should be a little bit higher than we are in terms of points on the board. Yeah, we'll
1: hear from Evan Osam on students' survival struggles, drugs defender Emmanuel Adeboyeg is relishing a Rovers' return and Bray Wanderers midfielder Darren's craving three points and a move up the first division table. If you can, please like and subscribe to the podcast, which is out every Thursday. And you can find me on Twitter at Dub Soul Rebel. On match day 22 in the Premier Division, what a turnaround for Sligo Rovers and their boss, John Russell, who was under some pressure after the previous week's defeat to bottom side UCD, making it six defeats in their previous eight matches. They were 2-0 up at halftime against Bohemians at the showgrounds and then in the 57th minute... Dade gives it straight to Greg Bulger. Now
0: Moraghan, nice football from Sligo Rovers. Max Mata. Fitzgerald stays up despite that challenge from Flores it's Stefan Radicejevic oh yeah. what a goal
1: what a goal <laughs> opening goal scorer Caelan Barlow walked after a second yellow card in that game Bose pulled one back but left with a 3-1 defeat Further good news for the bit of red was UCD's 7-0 hammering at St. Patrick's Athletic while Drogheda United relinquished the lead but did earn a point in a 1-1 draw away to Cork City. Sligo Rovers are seventh and two points clear of Drogheda United with Cork City two points further back. Leaders Shamrock Rovers were beaten away to Dundalk who scored their goals in a 2-0 win at Oriel Park in quick succession. Ward's free kick in towards Hoobins. That result means the Saints are second and just four points off the top, but Derry City could only close in by a point after a 1-1 draw against Shelburne at Tolka Park.
0: LOI match Day
1: on Off The Ball On Match Day 23 in the Premier Division, there's a fascinating tie in store as Shamrock Rovers return to Louth. For a second consecutive match to face bogey team Drogheda United more on that shortly Drugs defender Manny Adeboyega well it's Emmanuel in full but he did clear me for the shorter version Emmanuel Adeboyega well I'm told Emmanuel some people call you Manny I don't know what you want me to call you I don't want to be uh, yeah, yeah. getting too nah, familiar you with you call Manny. <laughs> he played another key part in a good draw away to an informed Cork City team but he wasn't too minds as to whether it was a good result after they had taken the lead.
0: Um, you can kind of see from both sides, to be honest, um, because we played, like, as you said, we had the lead for up to the 82nd minute. Then we kind of lost it, but to go down to Turners Cross and even, you know, leave with something, it's also good as well because it's not a it's not a place where you can, you know, always win or draw. So it's kind of hard to go down to Turners Cross but we did um, how do I say we did it. basically we were winning so we could have you know left with, two, with three points but you know we can always just take the one point away from the game
1: The 19 year old centre back has been linked with a move to England this year after a brilliant start to the season he's impressed the League of Ireland watchers around the country for his defending but also for his ability with the ball
0: When you watch top level football every centre half it's like field because that's why I used to play so the midfield game kind of reflects on my centre-half game. So you always have to be comfortable on the ball. So before I used to play midfield, so now it kind of makes it easier for me to play centre-half because the ball is always on my feet. So you just have to be very good on the ball and have a lot of composure. Because now in league round, like I happily say, you get pressed a lot. So the, the composure has to be in there. And you have to be good with your feet. You can't just be... You know, giving the ball away at this top level in the game as well.
1: The man from Louth would like to add another few goals to his tally after scoring a good-headed winner at UCD, his only goal this season, back in March.
0: Yeah, because I think scoring goals is probably one of the best feelings as well as keeping a clean sheet. But to help the team, not only defending, but attacking as well, it's a very good feeling. So hopefully I can get to add a bit more to my game before the end of the season.
1: Is that something you might work on in training? Your heading skills, um, maybe just the attacking side of the game in the box?
0: Yeah, because I've only scored one. And we've had, I don't remember how many corners we've had all season, but I've had chances from corners and I failed to take them. So in training, I just continue to try and practice them and practice them and practice them so I can get a score sheet.
1: Back to Friday night's opposition and their record against Drogheda United in recent times. Shamrock Rovers go to Weaver's Park having failed to beat the Drogs in 90 minutes in their last six meetings in all competitions. Adebayega explained to LOI Matchday Day why he believes they've achieved that record of two wins and four draws. Honestly,
0: um, what toughs like to play against, and I think we don't really suit the type of style um, that Shamrock Rovers like to play. You know, really like to play from the back, we like to press. We're aggressive and also in Weaver's Park as well it's our home ground so I think it. Just, we just make Rovers feel uncomfortable I think it is but um, it's always nice to play against the best of the best in the country as well so I'm kind of looking forward to that game
1: They play that interesting box midfield with the lone striker is that something you're conscious mm-hmm. of their tactics and that kind of thing when you go into this game?
0: Um, yeah because you have to they play the three at the back they play as you said the box midfield and they have quality players in the field as well. So you just have to try and beat them tactically as well.
1: Adeboyega also talked about his dreams of playing for the boys in green. And you can hear that in the full interview in the LOI Match Day Extra podcast. Expect to see the new man in charge of Cork City receive a warm welcome in Inchicore on Friday night. Liam Buckley won three league titles and an FAI Cup as a player and manager with St. Patrick's Athletic. Ten meetings without a win for City doesn't bode well for them. Fourth meets fifth when Dundalk play Bohemians at Daly Mount Park and even if the home side win, they'll remain behind the Lily Whites who are four points ahead of them before kick-off. For a day or two this week, it looked like manager Rory Higgins might not oversee Derry City's home game against Sligo Rovers. He spoke to League One Barnsley about the head coach position, but in the end they opted for ex-Sunderland and Wolves defender Neil Collins. The Canley Stripes have won just once in seven matches, so Rovers might feel they can win back-to-back for the first time this season. UCD's boss Andy Myler has a big job on his hands in rescuing his club from relegation at the bottom. They're 13 points adrift of Cork City after the heavy defeat last week and defender Evan Osam explained how Myler handled the fallout. Just kind of spoke to us
2: about kind of learning from it and, you know, if we're in a situation kind of like that again where maybe we're a few goals down and under a lot of pressure just trying to I suppose keep things as, as tight as we can so that it, you know you're, you're not going to lose in 6 7 nil or whatever and um, so yeah just kind of a little discussion about that and then yeah really just kind of looking looking ahead to next week or to, to this week as I said, yeah, just kind of preparing for, for that, just putting it to bed,
1: really. And don't forget, UCD were predicted to go down last season, but after a late surge and victory in the playoff against Waterford, they stayed in the top flight. Is that something the current squad can feed off? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I
2: suppose it was similar last season. Look, we were probably a little bit closer to the teams above us. and um, But yeah, as you said, kind of a lot of people have kind of written us off and, had us relegated already and yeah we did kind of manage obviously managed to turn it around and, and stay up so yeah definitely something we know that we we can do we can um you know pick up a few results if we if we get ourselves right um, and yeah that experience from last year
1: i suppose will hopefully stand to us this year and kind of help us kick on a little bit give us confidence sam is only 25 but incredibly the oldest player in the squad I was surprised, but wondered how he handles that role in the team of leading with experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad glad to hear you call me young. (laughs) Yeah, I usually hear a lot of lads like to
2: give me a bit of stick for being one of being a bit older, but. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and Vernus it. there's a few. I am I am actually the, the oldest player, but there are a couple, you know, who are around the, the same age as me um, and who have been around, you know, who have played a lot of, of games in the league. So, um, yeah, definitely. I suppose there is a, a bit of focus on us to find of step up and maybe... It helps some of the younger lads when it's, you know, their kind of first or, or second seasons. Um, yeah, it definitely is a bit of illness honest, honest to kind of, yeah, help them and step up and kind of
1: drag them through difficult times like we've kind of been having. So, yeah. UCD have earned two draws in their last three meetings with Shelburne and only lost their last match 1-0. That must give them some hope heading into the coming fixture. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like you said, we drew
2: nil all and then... The second time we played them was narrow, 1-0 defeat. Probably wasn't a whole lot in the game. Um, so yeah, I suppose we have to kind of take confidence from both those games. Um, again, we're at home again this week. So, yeah, just looking, as I said, looking to kind of build on our, our last home game against um, Sligo. And it could be tough. Shells are, are going quite well at the minute. But, yeah, as I said, two kind of close games against them so far this season so yeah looking to definitely get something from
1: the game on Friday absolutely yeah all of Friday night's matches kick off at
0: 7.45 LOI match day on Off The Ball
1: on match day 21 in the first division maybe overcooked that a long delivery from London for Curran Curran couldn't get a touch he gets a nick on it it's 1-1 and the Curran one in. A ninth goal of the season for Treaty United sharpshooter Enda Curran, and it was a beautiful goal dinked over Bray Wanderers goalkeeper Stephen McGuinness. That made it 1-1, but the Seagulls held out for a draw at Marketsfield and remain in the last playoff spot. There was a five-goal thriller at Lissy Wallen, where third-placed Cove Ramblers won 3-2 to go six-point clear of their opponents on the night at Longtown, Town. The top two enjoyed wins, with leaders Galway United beating Kerry 1-0 at home, while Waterford ran out 6 one winners against Finn Harps at the RSC there was a double for Conor Parsons and also for the league's top scorer Ronan Cockeran who's now up to 27 for the season on Saturday Longford Town ended a four-match losing run with a lovely winner in a 2-1 victory at home to Wexford here's McGarson
2: jumps over Reese Webb as if he's a hurdle McGarson low ball into Carshy
3: there's Webb
1: on match day 22 in the first division. If Longford Town are to build on that fifth win of the season, they'll have to do it the hard way. Stephen Henderson's team are away to Waterford, although they have drawn the previous two clashes this season with the Blues. Cove Ramblers are going for a fifth win on the bounce so will be full of confidence welcoming Galway United to the south coast. Shane Keegan's men lost 1-0 and 2-0 to the tribesmen already this season. There's only four points between Athlone Town in fourth place and their host Wexford, which should make for a tense night at Ferry Carrick. There's a Munster Derby in the Kingdom, where bottom side Kerry receive Treaty United. Billy Denny's men will be hoping to go one better than the draw they managed against the Limerick team on their last visit. Those matches all kick off at 7:45. What at eight, Finn Harps host Bray Wanderers.
3: After the break, it's important just to get back to win away, which we did, and then Treaty we probably might have won on the night with enough chances. So, but luckily, take a point. It's a tough enough place to go. So, look, four out of six isn't bad since the break. So, we'll take it.
1: Seagulls midfielder Darren Craven there telling LOI Match Day that the squad were pretty happy with the win against Kerry and draw with Treaty in the last two matches. Earlier this season, manager Ian Ryan spoke on the podcast about how there was a lot of work to do at the Wicklow Club, which has been in some turmoil for a few seasons. Craven was at Longford Town last term, but is enjoying being back and working under the boss at the Carlisle Grounds.
3: Yeah, no, it's been enjoyable. And look, obviously looking in from the outside last year, you do hear, you hear a bit of your stories and, and say I wasn't worried. Not worried, but you're cautious of it. But um, no, Ian's been great. And in fairness, the whole club has been it's been we couldn't ask for any more as players it's been really professional everything's been as you'd want it for a League of Honor team and yeah no it's been really enjoying us
1: so far yeah and he seems like a very progressive manager a modern progressive manager I should say
3: yeah definitely yeah you see it the way he wants to play it's it's high energy it's press it's keep the ball it's like as all well, the like good managers you've seen the Premier League do now is very similar ethos I think he follows and training like follows that as well. It's good, it's, it's fun, it's competitive. So yeah, no, it's been really enjoyable.
1: Craven played Leinster Senior League before moving to the Carlisle grounds in twenty twenty one, something the twenty nine year old wishes he'd done sooner.
3: Yeah, I did, yeah. Years of Malahide and look another great great club always looked after me as well there. So um look there was there's was always options to step in earlier and look it's probably a regret that I didn't do it. Now looking back, I wish I had made this, the leap a little earlier. But look, okay, at good years in Malahide as well, and yeah, enjoying it now anyway, playing the league. So,
1: yeah, why why didn't you make that step earlier? Do you think?
3: Uh, it's, a, it's a bit of everything, work, and just finding a club that fits in with work, and doing a bit of travel when you're younger, and. Yeah, but looking back now, I kinda of, I do wish I'd made a step earlier.
1: Does he feel there's a big difference between playing Leinster Senior League football and first division?
3: There is a bit. It's um, it's more just every week, like the Leinster Senior League, there's there is quality players well capable of playing within the League of Ireland, but it's just being being fit every week, dealing with the travel, dealing with everything else, it's it all plays it all plays a part. So um in terms of the standard, there, uh, it's not a massive difference, but it's just looking after yourself, the fitness, professionalism, them little bits make the difference. I think
1: Craven and Co can't afford to drop many points in the last 15 games of the season. The midfielder is well aware of the four clubs, including Harps, below them, within eight points of the last playoff place.
3: Yeah, definitely. Like we're, it's that tight between. I think there's probably six, seven teams. It's nothing really in it, and we're right on the line at the minute. But look, I think in terms of the squad, I think we. Quality probably should be a little bit higher than we are in terms of points on the board, but yeah, look, it's all about just getting them now. The season really only starts now if, as long as you find a bit of form and make sure we're in the playoffs from the end of the year.
1: Yeah, I and mean, you've taken four points from two games against this week's opponents, Finn Harps, already this season. What stands out to you about those two previous meetings?
3: The first one I missed; I wasn't back on the pitch. Yeah, of course. But yeah, yes. Yeah. The, 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 uh, the second one, that was again, it was a, I think it was two 0 on the night, but it was tough, competitive. To, well organised team. So, and I'm sure it'd be a different story up there now on Friday night. But i um, looking forward to it. Yeah, we're on a little bit of a run since the break. So hopefully, getting another three points there.
1: That's it for another edition of LOI Match Day. Thanks a million for listening. Look out for LOI Match Day Extra in your podcast feed where you can hear all of those interviews in full. Safe travels to the match, and I'll chat to you next week.